Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. If you own a vehicle with less than 200,000 miles and have an auto warranty about to expire or no warranty coverage at all, listen up. CarShield has a low-cost, month-to-month vehicle protection plan that covers more parts than ever. Visit carshield.com slash audio to find out how you could pay almost nothing for covered auto repairs. Drivers who activate this vehicle protection today will also receive free roadside assistance, free towing, and car rental options at no additional cost. Get your free quote today at carshield.com slash audio. That's carshield.com slash audio. If you only have a 401k, you're not getting the most for retirement. Wait, what? Add a Robinhood IRA on top, then they'll boost it by 3%. You can do that? And if you transfer in any retirement account, you get 3% on top of that. Is there a limit to the match? No limit. Robinhood Gold gets you the biggest contribution match of any IRA on the market. Sign up for Robinhood Gold at Robinhood.com slash boost by April 30th. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Match on transfers subject to additional terms and conditions. Robinhood Financial LLC. Member SIPC. Hello and welcome to the midweek edition of News Desk with me, Bernice Abubeidu Lansa. It's a pleasure to have you here. Our headlines, physician assistants and colleges of education teachers association of Ghana still on strike despite calls by the National Labor Commission for their, for their decision to be rescinded. And minority in parliament takes on President Ekufuado for claiming Saglemi housing project will be too expensive to complete. And former Energy Minister Bwache Jaco optimistic he'll be part of top five to be chosen at Super Delegates Conference later this month. We've got more on the upcoming NPP event and we've also got business news in this bulletin. Details follow shortly.
We're coming to you live from our studios in Kokumlemli, also streaming live on DSTV channel 421 and on your digital TV. Also on NigeriaOnline.com globally. Thank you for your company. Now, physician assistants are on strike. They want changes to be made to the Health Professions Regulatory Bodies Act 857. They want the freedom to operate independently. Now, the firm Sanabwache Yadom has been visiting the Kenyase Hospital to assess the impact on the strike on healthcare delivery. In fact, say Omumbaha no more. Diana Ebani say yes, I catch you. Say Omunko nearby hospital. I don't say Menchia and I say Confanochi. Diana Haomupa. Ubi Oha. Well, you say your rural areas. Name of fancy be a sub district near Eddie. Glory fair crowd. They be called hospital hornmono. They are referring to Nyebi. Until Diana Haji. Last year, we say our community no Me Namwa Bakushia Mio Humi. We say Namami are referring no. Namami Kwa Anka Uwakwanso. Inti our government to share na utimi ekhu our master na our mokano and as the Ghana Health Services utimi bem but since then yanti our mumubia ama I affecti ajuma aye ena aman for community ni susu no our health. Okay, what he is saying is that a patient that they referred last week um, nearly lost his life or her life um, as a result of the industrial action, but they have nothing to do because they cannot do the work of the physician assistants for as long as they are not coming to work. He's pleading with government to do something about this. And I share organogram non-swear Ghana health service now. Physician assistants in health centers near you know, omuna ye overall head. Into a no one year juma, yeni I wanna see any na ye jumalina, a ye quantia bear juma no one is yet to sa ubia bani a catch and say onko, a bea bani a catch and say onka. A ha a health delivery no. Inti government in tries will bit my bia fahu. No shia or mosabaya or mobit me who say omudimad. Omudimand is unkony and yesi casem. And our government, what mark I say, be a minisika, midibitria or moka. But one more fight here, my community in the whole world because said Dr. Snepese or Moka or Musego or Mubo. Now, I'm a moon to me, more supervising it here. And more Ghana Health Service delivery, you know. Into a moon shankama, a patient's musunya and who are dear on beating media trusting. Nenipano, why health insurance or Baba Jenenqua. Now, Ubino ye and Nancy will be self interest in tea. Okay, okay, so he is saying that um, the nurses and others under the organogram of the Ghana Health Service have nothing to do when they come to work because the physician assistants um, who are to supervise these healthcare centers um, are on strike. He's saying that government should listen to the plea of these physician assistants and aid them with whatever they need so that they can also um, come back to work. Now, we've been speaking to some interested parties in this matter. Let's first hear from the Ashanti Regional President of the Physicians Assistance Association of Ghana, Michael Kufiejay. Um What we want is for the Medical and Dental Council. We do uh, a holistic regulation and not to pick and choose. For now, we feel that they are picking on us. Now, if the medical and dental council would regulate us and would want medical officers to provide us directly something that we're doing already, 
we are saying that it's going to hinder us in delivering care because if I have to prescribe, if I have to um, manage a case, and then I'll have to place a call to a uh, 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 doctor somewhere to tell me, do this, do ABC, don't do that. If the, what, is, what happens if the person is in theater or engaged in some, something else? They are placed where the network is not that good. And that it mean they would have to come to the health center to sit by the consulting room. It doesn't allude to the benefit of our clientele. They are not doing things properly to help the rural social So, I mean, you you have embarked on this action. Did you try other means of getting the Medical and Dental Council to listen to your concerns and demands? I'm asking this because uh, I just spoke to um, the, the, the Secretary of the National Labor Commission and he was talking about how strikes have become the norm when they're actually supposed to be the last resort. What are the processes you went through with the Medical and Dental Council before making a decision to embark on the strike? The medical and on um, different occasions, you know, have been have been in uh, uh, we've been in talks with them. When you say you've been in talks with them, how have these talks been been done? Is it through formal correspondence or you yeah, sat in meetings? Formal correspondence, and then we've had opportunity. Engage even um, the current registrar at one of our original um, conferences, and it didn't end well. I would say that all these engagements have not yielded any good results. They do what they want to do because they feel that the system assistance is um, being given too much to do. So we have to be extreme. Well, on his part, the Executive Secretary of the National Labor Commission had this to say. He spoke to me earlier on the AM show. They have their position, they are presenting. The authorities will also have their position, I'm sure. And we as legislators are going to make sure that uh, they arrive at a settlement through negotiation. It's one of these and take that if the parties take entrenched positions, then the matter may not be solved. And uh, since they are, uh, what do we call it, essential uh, service providers, then we may have, in the worst scenario, resort to a compulsory arbitration. Right. Uh, Mr. Samoa, the physician assistants didn't just embark on the strike. I remember there were threats before they carried out the real deal. It's been about a week. From the point of threats to real execution, did the National Labor Commission at any time try to intervene to prevent us from getting to this point? When we got notice of um, their strike and their reason for which they wanted to um, embark on an industrial to ban their demand, we accordingly wrote to their employers that this is what we have at hand. What are they doing to prevent the happening of the industrial action? 
And of course, they will know that um, some steps have been taken, some meetings have gone on, except that they have been unable to settle. That is why it's gone this bad. And uh, when it gets to this stage, then the committee will have to seize it, take over, and settle it. And that is what we are beginning from today. Away from the strike, the minority in parliament is challenging claims by President Ekufado that the abandoned Saglemi affordable housing project will be too costly to complete. And this he made th- these comments he made after he cut sword for the construction of a new affordable housing project in Pukwasi. The group says the president's claims are untrue. Minority MP on the Western Housing Committee, Andrew Dari Chuati, believes the Saglemi project has been abandoned for political reasons. Yeah, that we have done... You visited that site. You saw the level that we got to. This government allowed their party boys to go in and pick the doors. They picked the glasses. They picked everything. Sink. They picked. They removed the sink of the building. All these things are what is going to increase the cost of the project. Uh, that project, if well done, should serve Ghanaians. That is why he's the president. He should be able to find resources to complete that project. He should not go about saying that it will be expensive. So, so we should abandon it? Is that the idea? If it will be costly to complete the project, should we leave it to rot? The level that we got to, as a president, we have used taxpayers' money to build houses up to the level of just furnishing. Then you tell me it's, it will be expensive to complete it, so we drop it and go and start something afresh. Well, I thank God, President Mama, came clear and told Ghanaians that for him, if he comes to power, he will continue with uncompleted projects and complete them. And so for us, I know this project that they have cut sort with. Even if they go ahead to do it, they can't complete it. I'm assuring Ghanaians that if we come back to power, NDC comes up to power with President Mama as our president, we will complete that project for the people of Ghana to use, and we will complete the Saglima project again. And that is why we have warned that any investor, any private investor that will show interest in buying the Saglima uh, housing project, the person should think twice, because that project is not for sale. We must complete it with government money. Mr. Chirote also explains the full scope of the minority's objection to the new project. Over the weekend, the committee held a meeting in Koforidia with the minister, Honorable Asensu. And uh, the committee, after going through the document, requested for some uh, information. In fact, the minister made the committee aware that um, the company from Morocco, they are coming with an amount of um, 56 million 856 US dollars. Then government is also supposed to provide land. And per the information we have, government is providing about 403 hectares of land. Aside from the provision of the land, government will provide some uh, on-site infrastructure that is roads, water, electricity. And so uh, the committee requested that. Once it's a private sector that is coming on board with this amount, and government is also providing land with other infrastructure, uh, the committee will want to know the value of the land. Then if we get to know the value of the land, 
then we know how much money government is going to spend in bringing the other infrastructure. That will allow us to know what shares government will have to owe. We know state housing corporation is going to do some of the houses, but it is still ideal for government to come clear with the land they are providing, the amount of money they are going to spend, so that in future we don't have the company telling us that they have spent this much and so they have the right to maybe uh, owe this so and so numbers of uh, I mean, uh, housing units and they can also sell the houses the way they want. Now let's do some partisan politics. Now, former Energy Minister Boachie Jaco is hoping he will be among the top five candidates who will emerge from the 10 persons seeking to lead the governing New Patriotic Party as flag bearer. The Super Delegates Congress of the NPP is expected to prune that number to five and it's getting tough. Mr. Jaco says his message is to return power to the grassroots of the party and he believes he's the best hand to win the MPP victory in 2024. Quick over political desk has the rest of the story. With barely three weeks to go, Boache Jaco is ramping up his message to delegates as he hopes to be part of the five of ten candidates the superdelegates of the NPP will endorse to contest the party's flag bearership in November. The former energy minister believes the current economic challenge could pose a threat to the party's chances in 2024. Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. Tax day is coming. Oh, no. But if you sign up for Robinhood Gold's IRA with a 3% match, you can get up to $195 for the 2023 tax year. Oh, yeah. Sign up at Robinhood.com slash boost by tax day to get the biggest contribution match on the market. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC. Jaco has a message to his contenders who believe they can win the 2024 election simply because of their so-called special qualities.
According to him, whilst breaking the eight is a laudable goal, it appears short-sighted. On 26th of August, when the superdelegates vote, he wants them to remember him as the candidate who will return power to the grassroots. And that was Kwekwa Santos' report. Stay with us. We are your election headquarters, and we will be bringing you more looking forward to that August uh, 26th Delegate Congress. Now, the Deputy Minister of Transport, Al-Hassan Tampoli, says government remains committed to a gradual and convenient shift towards the use of electric vehicles in the country. The minister, who was speaking at a consultative meeting on electric vehicle policy in the Tichima municipality, emphasized this will foster collaboration and generate inputs from the region's transport ecosystem to help in the implementation of the policy. Correspondent Anas Sabit has more. The Deputy Minister for Transport and Member of Parliament for Gushegu constituency, Alhassan Tampuli, has reiterated government's commitment towards ensuring that Ghana is not left behind so far as the transition from the use of fossil fuel vehicles to electric vehicles is concerned to help curb greenhouse gas emissions and global warming. What we are doing here is what you normally call the, top, the, the bottom up approach. We are building pressure from the bottom, engage all various stakeholders from the regional stakeholder engagement who engage various identifiable groups. Every identifiable group uh, that you perceive of around will be engaging them to get their perspectives. Uh, perchance somebody would have some idea that is going to be even more revolutionary than we ever thought. What we do know is that we have commitments as far as our carbon emissions are concerned. And that is what is going to guide us in taking this final decision as to exactly when we need to do. But we are minded that our carbon you know, emissions have to be less than 1.5 degrees Celsius. He emphasizes that steps are far advanced to ensure that the private sector is part of the implementation program to help facilitate the smooth takeoff of the policy. What you saw uh, in the presentation are largely private sector driven. You know, so what we are going to have 
and uh, when we spoke to one of the groups, they were minded to provide about 250 charging ports across the country. They will provide some in Accra, some in, the, in Kumasi, and some in Takrade. And then the next place they will go to will be Tamale. And what it also means is that whilst you are doing in those cities, you may have to provide charging ports along the routes because the vehicle has to travel all the way to the places. So they are going to have charging ports as you move along. So basically, the private sector um, is going to drive this. And we are going to give the private sector every incentive and opportunity for them to be able to drive this initiative. He was rather quick to commend the participants of the forum for their insightful inputs and ask that the public engagement has been largely successful. It's been a very a great experience as far as the stakeholder engagements in the Bono East region here in Tishima is concerned. Um, as you saw from the gathering, contributions that we got from various participants was highly illuminating. So I think that all in all, we are very impressed. And I, I, I think that also, it appears that uh, people are even more aware of the advent of electric vehicles more than we ever thought. Deputy Director in charge of Renewable Energy, Doris Jodu, stated that government is creating an enabling environment to help promote the acceptance as well as the use of electric vehicles within the shortest possible time. Definitely, government will not do something that should shun off um, customers from using EV. If we say we are promoting, then we have to create the enabling environment for this to become a reality. So, in terms of assessing green financing schemes to bring on uh, incentives for users, it's possible. Um, we are still at the initial stages of putting things on board, looking at if it's possible to look at tax waivers and other things that government is talking now. So it's something that we do to make sure that everybody gets on board and we get um, a better use for our electricity that we generate. Anna Sabit, Joy News, Tichiman. With me, Bernice Abubedulansa. Human rights activists are excited about the passage of a law criminalizing the declaration, accusation, naming, or labeling of another person as a witch in Ghana. Haji Alamna to Adam, executive director of the Northern Region based on Taba, sat with my colleague Mahmoud Mohamed Nuruddin, and she's been speaking about what we can do to completely end the crime. I think this is uh, much more individualistic responsibility towards justice. We need to continuously talk to people to respect people's human rights. Hajia Lamnatu Adam is one of the human rights activists who championed the enactment of the law to criminalize the declaration, accusation, naming or labeling of another person as a witch. In the coming months, we want to see a lot of education, especially for those of us around this area who who are you know a bit deep-seated about issues on witchcraft and you and I know what happens to any person who is accused of being a witch I mean you are lynched you are banished I mean your property is destroyed however the reintegration of persons who have been at witch camps could be difficult 
Hajia Lamnatu responds to how this might be accomplished given that those who believe in witchcraft may still be living in the communities. How do we talk to the women to accept reintegration and what progress or processes we need to follow to get them safely reintegrated in the communities of their choice, not necessarily where they were banished from. And so for me, I see that this is even where work will begin. The existence of the witch camps has economic benefits to the Khan priest. So how easy will it be for them to be closed down? Well, um, we cannot deny that the existence of the camps has some economic benefit that goes to the camp priest. And so we need to look at the economic aspect of it. How do we set up all of these camp priests? you know, to be economically maybe fit? How do we talk to the women to accept reintegration? And what progress or processes we need to follow to get them safely reintegrated in the communities of their choice, not necessarily where they were banished from. Hajia Lamnatu believes effective communication with religious leaders who sometimes raise the question of witchcraft is necessary. Uh, this is where a lot of work now needs to be done with our communities, with the people at the camp, and again, beside the people at the camp, we need to even target our religious leaders, our, our Christian faith, our Muslim faith, our traditional faith, all of us, we need to, you know, engage them seriously, because you see the pastors, the imams saying that you are not progressing because of you know somebody you know causing you know being the reason why you are not progressing and these are people who have some followers and so they all need to understand the human rights and associated violations that comes to you know witchcraft and whatever that they foresee a section of the public believes enacting the law would improve matters speaking about the law the law will help because most of the times Women that are being uh, being accused of being witch or, or those sort of things find it difficult to even go out or buy something or even engage in their normal activities in their daily life. So the law coming in will help those even when it comes to their families and all those things, their children. They find it very difficult to go out because they, their parents are being accused of being a witch. Like you can see a, a, a lady or a man going and they say, this is the, the son or the daughter of a witch. How would you feel? So the law coming in to abolish that will really help. Mm, I think it can change. Because if I know and he knows that if you accuse someone wrongly, the law will against you. Like, to me, I think it can change. Seriously. Joseph Kobina, however, challenges the law's effectiveness. As, uh, the problem is between that of uh, uh, the villages and then that of the cities. Uh, in cities, uh, the witchcraft accusation laws might take a little effect, but it will be very difficult in the villages uh, because of the traditions that are much implemented at the villages. Yeah, so I read it will be really difficult for government to see it being true. 
so we return to Hajia Lamnatu. I think for the first time we've seen the Equidente case and we've seen the effort that has been made. Although for three years, but you know, justice was given. And so that, that for me is the first step. Once there's a law that people will be charged on, the important thing is for us to report and to ensure that perpetrators are arrested and are made to go through the full rigors of the law. So for me, I think that laws will always be there. It's the implementation. And that is where we call on government to, to actually step its foot on implementing uh, uh, this law effectively. And taught by Mohamed Nuruddin. Now, former executive vice president of Unilever, Yaun Sako, says Ghana has failed to live up to Dr. Kwame Nkrumah's belief that a black man is capable of managing his own affairs. Ghana's founding president is celebrated the world over for reposing absolute faith in the abilities of the black man. Speaking to Evans Mensah on PM Express, Mr. Nsako said there's now consensus Ghana has failed to meet Dr. Nkrumah's high standards. Well, it's, I leave it to everybody to make up their mind. I do know that when he stood at the old polo grounds and he said that the black man must show to the world that he's capable of running his own affairs, I do not believe that Ghana in 2023 today fulfills that brief. If there's somebody who believes that it does, I'd like to see the person put up his hand. And I've spoken to many people. Some of them were students of that generation. Some of them were young people who were working. I like to sit with much older people who have seen it all. They've seen Ghana unfold and, and come through. And I asked them all the time, I said, is this what you expected? And almost universally, the answer is no. Mr. Sarko also says Ghana needs a mindset revolution. Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. Tax day is coming. Oh, no. But if you sign up for Robinhood Gold's IRA with a 3% match, you can get up to $195 for the 2023 tax year. Oh, yeah. Sign up at Robinhood.com slash boost by tax day to get the biggest contribution match on the market. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC today are no different from the youth of any era. They too want better conditions. They want to live a better life. They want good housing. They want good food. They want good clothes. They want sanitation. They want good health. They want education, etc. They want to get married, have a family. And it is these concerns that drive people. Che Guevara himself said the revolutionary is driven by love. So this sort of empty militancy, people just go, he says a, a, a revolutionary is driven by love. It is a, will, a willingness to see society become better 
that drives a revolutionary, not the sort of empty wildcat orientation towards violence and so on that we've come to associate with, with the word. That's why Fidel Castro, people don't read the book for yourself, describe Jesus Christ as a revolutionary. So when you're talking mindset revolution and so on, would you say we will, we will come uh, to... What is it, by the way? What, what is mindset revolution? Amilcar Cabral and many others famously spoke about, Amilcar Cabral said the first dimension of revolution must necessarily be cultural. Because when you wake up and you say we need to improve, that is an indictment on your current circumstances. The insight into the condition calls for critical re reflection and a re-examination of the circumstances that you are in. That is mindset revolution. You can cut that full interview with Evan Smith on PM Express online. Now, John News checks at the construction site of Ghana's first amphitheater in Kumasi reviews the structure is still at foundation level, elapsing the slated three-month completion date. Now, this is despite government's assurance that the edifice would have been commissioned last month. In the following report, Lava Firm's Emmanuel Brightquick, who assesses the progress of work on the project. We say the name of the father. In April this year, when he had sought for work to begin on the construction of Ghana's first amphitheater, Deputy Minister of Tourism, Arts and Culture, Marco Krikumante, was emphatic on completion date. This amphitheater is supposed to start any moment from now. We are casting stock in the next few minutes. By end of July, it should be ready. Let me thank you for now that himself for mentioning. On October 19, 2022, Minister of Tourism, Arts and Culture, Dr. Ibrahim Mohamed Awal, announced the government's plan to build five multipurpose domes or amphitheaters by the close of December 2022. We are going to build five amphitheaters, domes. One area that we lack in this country, that we don't have much purpose, you know, venue for activities. I'm going to do five this year. In fact, I think the process has only begun to procure supplies. This year, next year, we'll have done five and fifty others. And then we'll, we'll do another five next year. So by 2024, we'll have done all the systems we will have recovered. we get the venue for our artists to perform and for events to take place. Again, what I'll do, I'm creating jobs. The project, as part of the ministry's developmental initiatives, is to revamp tourism and the creative art industry in Ghana. But the assurance never saw the light of day within a specified time frame. Coming into 2023, many creative art industry players had hoped construction works for the facility would begin expeditiously in the early part of the year. 
but it was not until six months after the announcement was made that the Deputy Sector Minister, Marco Krikumanti, cut sword for the multi-purpose domes. We are here, we are on the soil, on the ground, to start the project. And so we are here to, to do the first Amphitheaters are open-air venues used for entertainment, performances and sports. The amphitheater would have a thousand sloping seat capacity, including theater-style stages with seating on only one side. The project is expected to be replicated across 16 regions of Ghana, with five of them seeing completion this year. Ghanaian actor and chairman of the Ghana Actors Guild, the Shanti chapter, Bill Asamoa, was convinced the structure would uplift the creative industry. Even though we have amphitheaters here in Kumasi already, this is a modern set of the art where it's covered, where we can do our premieres, the sound and everything will be that will be fit a movie theater. So we appreciate it so much. Three months after the deputy minister's assurance, I visited the site to assess the progress of work exactly seven days to the end of july and this is a level of work at the project site the foundation for this amphitheater has been laid as constructors over here race against time to complete the edifice but one could only wonder if they would be able to meet the expected date for commissioning <laughs> Constructors at the site who opted to speak off-camera could not confirm to me when the project will be completed. Not everyone is happy with the delayed promise. The first one that they promised has not even actually taken any shape. So what's the guarantee that we're going to have those five in the year and by 2024 we should have all the 16 regions have amphitheaters? I mean, come on. I don't think anyone can actually justify this. So obviously it's a deceit. Entertainment pundit Ebenezer Donko is perturbed by the government's faltering commitment to the creative arts. So you're just looking at a government that's ready to put some of these things in place to make sure that creatives get to enjoy. Let's not forget that creatives contribute a lot to the economy. And if we really want to actually put this nation forward, we really want to talk about things that this country can offer, the creative industry is very important. We always seem to think about just tourism and think about our tourism destinations and our tourism sites. With hopes of salvaging Ghana's struggling creative arts sector, it was expected that the first of the 16 edifices located at the Kumasi Cultural Center would soon be completed. Successive governments have over the years failed in their mandates to either deliver on promises on time or abandon projects completely. But the question is, are these delayed promises in the creative arts industry denying the country economic boost? For Joy News, my name is Emmanuel Bright Quickly. Now, young girls in the Wai East District of the Upper West Region taking part in this year's basic education certificate examination have been given menstrual pads to forestall any setbacks. This follows the donation by Member of Parliament for Wai East, Dr. Godfrey Sage Jassol. Rafiq Salam has more. Ever since he took over as the legislature of the Wai East constituency, Dr. Godfrey Sage Jassol had education as one of his priority areas. He had his eyes firmly focused on. For the past four years, he has donated mathematical sets, organized and funded mock examinations for candidates in the Basic Education Certificate Examination, BCE, 
in the constituency. Problem come from poor households. Um, they are not able to afford mathematical sets and other support for these candidates. You know the critical role of mathematical sets in most of the exams they write. And so I've been doing this in the last three or four years. Uh, I've also been organizing mock exams to support them, prepare them adequately for um, these exams. Uh, fortunately, we've recorded, in fact, we have always been first place in the region. And so I intend to keep this record for my students in Y, my BEC students in Y East. With the BEC slated to begin on Monday, August 7, Dr. Goffert Yesau has this year added sanitary parts to items on his donation list for ongoing distribution to the female candidates who will be taking part in the examination. Now, there have been a lot of reports of um, some females that engage in um, sex trade to be able to afford sanitary parts. Indeed, some of them even struggle um, and it can be very embarrassing for them. Some stay out of school and so on. So this year, I've resolved that I will support them with these sanitary parts uh, to take them at least the next three months. So the package we are giving them will support them for three months. Uh, this should give them peace of mind during the exam, if any situation like that arises, they have sanitary parts to be able to take care of themselves. Whilst they are waiting for the results, they will also be able to take care of themselves in the next three months. And so um, this is my widow's mind to support them, make sure that my female students in particular are well prepared and well psychologically stable to be able to undertake these exams. The donation of the sanitary parts and mathematical sets were done on behalf of the West Member of Parliament, Dr. Goffrey Jessau, by his administrative assistant, Abdul Latif Kapuri, starting at the Mengu DHHS. A total of 1,250 students, comprising 713 boys and 537 girls, are taking part in this year's examination. 30 of them are at the Mengu DHHS, and each of them were given a mathematical set, while the 20 females among them in addition, we handed over the sanitary parts. Why is the district director of the Ghana Education Service, Isaac Jinsong, thank the MP for a kind gesture? I think this is very good because he's a lecturer. He knows a lot about education and he has been supporting us a lot. There's nothing he will go and tell him and he will turn his back to it. He has renovated some of our schools and has provided us with furniture and a lot of things. Rafiq Salam with that report. It's now time to take a breather. When we come back, Daryl Kwal will be letting you in on what's the latest in the world of business. Do stay. Hello, my name is Abeku Agri Santana. If there's anything that makes my life so easy, it is my bank. I love hanging out with my boys' boys at our usual fufu joint. But even without cash, we still the job better with EcoBank Mobile. No matter the time of day, my bank helps me stay in touch with my beautiful wife whenever she's away. And when my beautiful wife is in town, 
she never misses out on her favorite TV shows because I'm able to pay up all my TV subscriptions from the comfort of my mobile phone. Whenever she has to get groceries too, my bank makes it cashless and convenient. And the part my wife loves the most is when my bank makes it possible and easy for her to shop from any part of the world without moving. <laughs> Welcome to the smart world of Ecobank. Download Ecobank Mobile from Google Play Store or the App Store and discover the smart way to bank. Ecobank, the Pan-African Bank. For crystal clear and thrilling podcasts and live shows, download and listen to us on Apple, Spotify, TuneIn, Google Podcasts, MyJoy Online, Amazon services like Echo, Amazon Music, and Audible, Stitcher, Adam Online, Overcast, and Pandora. Take note of everything. Sign up for the multimedia digital platforms now to stay updated. The second clinic of the 2023 edition of the EcoBank Joy News Habitat Fair promises to excite patrons in many ways. The West Hills Mall will host all relevant players in the housing and construction industry in Ghana from Friday 4th to Sunday 6th August 2023 from 8 a.m. to 6 p.m. This year's exhibition is under the theme Home Ownership, Affordability, Comfort or Luxury. Visit the clinic and engage the providers in the housing value chain on all your housing needs, be it financing, land acquisition, rent to own, outright purchase, roofing, lighting, electronic appliances, home security, or home furnishing. The Ecobank Joy News Habitat Fair is your one-stop shop for everything housing. To register as an exhibitor, please call 0244-260-653. There will be daily giveaways by the sponsors to visitors at the fair. The Ecobank Joy News Habitat Fair is in partnership with Ecobank, the Pan-African Bank, and powered by the Plant City Extension Project from Cities and Habitats. Rent to Own and sponsored by Elegant Homes and General Construction Limited, where quality meets value. Syntex Tanks, a strong, a tough. Ecobank Joy News Habitat Fair, affordability, comfort, or luxury. Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. Ball with Go TV. Nobody but Go TV gives you all games of La Liga and Syria. The Premier League and UEFA games that matter, and the world's favorite cup competitions. Get Go TV Super for only two forty nine CDs to enjoy the football overload. Go TV, love it. Hi, good morning. Welcome to Business. My name is Daryl Kwao. The British International Investment has launched the Growth Investment Partners Ghana to offer capital support 
of up to $50 million to 150 Ghanaian small and medium-scale enterprises to address their financing needs and also deepen their contributions to the economy. The capital will provide long-term flexible payment within the next 15 years for businesses. Speaking at the launch of the initiative, uh, Managing Director and Head of Africa at British International Investment, Chris Gigiotomi, stated that this investment platform will boost funding for SMEs in the country. Here's more from the launch. SMEs face many challenges with accessing growth capital through traditional funding sources, including high interest rates, short-term loans, high collateral requirements, among others. In a bid to address some of these issues, the British International Investment has launched the Growth Investment Partners Ghana to support 150 SMEs with a capital of $50 million to boost their growth, create jobs and deepen their contributions to the economy. Speaking at the launch of the investment platform, Managing Director and Head of Africa at British International Investment, Chris Chijutumi, said the support scheme will meet the financial need of local businesses which otherwise were not available on the market. We need to create something that is going to last, you know, outlive a lot of us uh, uh, here. So something more uh, kind of what we call a permanent capital vehicle. So that's one element of the uniqueness of this. And therefore, BII is looking to back this with up to $50 million of its capital. Largely, for me, it would be great to have a lot of local capital into GI because this is a local business. It's local capacity building. It's local capital market building. Chair of the Growth Investment Partners Ghana, Albert Isian, stressed on the importance of this initiative in growing and developing the SME sector. It is my hope that SMEs will take advantage of this unique opportunity to embrace the work with GIP in a transparent, fair and honest manner for their mutual success. The board of GIP under my chairmanship, together with management, will work hard to ensure that this innovative financing model deliver on its mandate and become an integral part of the SME financing ecosystem in Ghana. Jacob Coley is the chief executive of Growth Investment Partners Ghana and has been explaining the criteria for assessing the funds. Any business that meets any two of the following three criteria, turnover of up to $50 million equivalent in CDs, or total assets of up to $50 million in local currency, and employees of between 10 to 300. So any company meeting any two of these qualifies for GIP funding. Of course, the businesses must be incorporated in Ghana, and their main operations must be in Ghana, and at least 50% of their revenues must be generated from its operations in Ghana. Small and medium-scale enterprises occupy a critical role in the Ghanaian economy, accounting for over 90% of businesses' enterprises, 60% of the country's GDP, and 80% of all employment. Despite their importance to the economy, the SME financing gap is estimated at $4.8 billion, one of the largest in Africa. Now, President of the Ghana Institute of Procurement and Supply, Samuel Anan, has indicated that the procurement industry is playing a critical role 
in helping government realize its industrialization agenda. According to him, the industry is contributing significantly to the realization of Ghana's socio-economic development agenda. He was speaking at an MOU signing ceremony between the Ghana Institute of Procurement and Supply and the Ghana Institute of Management and Public Administration. The Ghana Institute of Procurement and Supply and the Ghana Institute of Management and Public Administration have signed a memorandum of understanding to bridge the gap between academia and industry. The MOU is also aimed at ensuring professionalism in the practice of the profession. In an interview with Joy Business, President of the Ghana Institute of Procurement and Supply, Simon Annan, Retreated commitment towards helping the country realize its industrialization agenda. And procurement supply chain is what will move Ghana from where we are to the next level. And if I say that, what it means is that the government procurement that we're doing, it is what we're going to use to promote the industrialization, promote the SMEs, and ensure that there's value for money. And I have maintained that Ghana's socioeconomic development agenda cannot be achieved without appreciation of the role of procurement in our national discourse. And that's what we have to all be thinking about and say, how do we use procurement to build Madagana that we all deserve? Rector of the Ghana Institute of Management and Public Administration, Kwesi Bonsos, said this partnership was critical in bridging the academia and industry gap. We, we recognize the, the value of industry experience for our students. And for GIMPA, that is really what we do. You know, we, we try to find a good balance between theory and practice. So we've had industry come into our classrooms. We go to our industry partners through what we call a practitioners forum. Um, so the practitioners forum, uh, we usually have partners coming from industry and from other walks of life outside of academia. Now, partnerships like this will concretize that arrangement and then it's going to help our students appreciate the work of the world of work and therefore support uh, the development of uh, students who are ready for industry. So they will leave the, the, the program ready to work. The Ghana Institute of Procurement and Supply also reiterated its commitment towards ensuring high standards in the practice of the profession. And that's it for this segment. The news returns after the break. She fills my head and it is hot. Are you all right? No. How can I when I'm not anyone's hero? My first failure occurred because I didn't listen to him. I wanted to go into the sciences. So, well, with my friends, we decided we were going to take the exam. <laughs> You believed so much in yourself. I said I was going to do it and I was going to make it big. I fell flat on my face. <laughs> <laughs> 
Don't tell me that's enough. Yes. Oh. I've been putting that more salt. Okay. And pepper. We've had news file over the weekend and uh, an interesting part of the conversation. Oh no, we are out of range. Oh, don't worry, Daddy. I have Alexa in my bag. Alex, what? Alexa, open Multimedia Ghana and play Joy FM. Super Hits Radio, Radio. Joy 99.7. Listen to Joy FM. Hits FM, Love FM, live on your Amazon Echo. Listen to your favorite multimedia radio stations live on your Amazon Echo device by saying, Alexa, open Multimedia Ghana, play Joy FM or Hits FM or Love FM or catch up on your favorite podcast by saying, Alexa, play and then the name of your favorite podcast from Multimedia Ghana. For a list of all podcasts available, say Alexa. Ask Multimedia Ghana to browse programs. And we are back like we never lost signal. Alexa, welcome to Multimedia. The second clinic of the 2023 edition of the EcoBank Joy News Habitat Fair promises to excite patrons in many ways. The West Hills Mall will host all relevant players in the housing and construction industry in Ghana from Friday 4th to Sunday 6th August 2023 from 8 a.m. to 6 p.m. This year's exhibition is under the theme Home Ownership, Affordability, Comfort or Luxury. Visit the clinic and engage the providers in the housing value chain on all your housing needs, be it financing, land acquisition, rent to own, outright purchase, roofing, lighting, electronic appliances, home security, or home furnishing. The EcoBank Joy News Habitat Fair is your one-stop shop for everything housing. To register as an exhibitor, please call 0244-260-653. There will be daily giveaways by the sponsors to visitors at the fair. The EcoBank Joy News Habitat Fair is in partnership with EcoBank, the Pan-African Bank, and powered by the Plant City Extension Project from Citizen Habitats. Rent to Own and sponsored by Elegant Homes and General Construction Limited, where quality meets value. Syntex Tanks, a strong, a tough. EcoBank Joy News Habitat Fair, affordability, comfort, or luxury. Thank you so much for staying here on News Desk. That'll be it for today's edition. Our top story, Physician Assistants and Colleges of Education Teachers Association of Ghana still on strike despite uh, intervention by the National Labor Commission for them to rescind their decision. There's more news when you log on to myjoyonline.com. Do stay with us. Uh, there's also more news when you visit our Facebook page. It's Joy News on TV. Also on Twitter, we are Joy News on TV. Thank you so much for your company. Once again, do stay with us. This is your most credible news source.